Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Product support sales rep. I know even less of you than I did a minute ago. So what's your name? Ryan. Ryan, what do you do? I'm a BYU student. A BYU, BYU student? Yeah, it's the only college here, right? Yeah. Yeah, you just had to say student. It's not like there's a BYB student school here. Yeah. And what are you studying? Marketing. Marketing. Wow, that's what you make out when you don't want to say you're a liberal arts major. What do you want to sell? This and that. Where do you want to work? Here and there. Are you, are you have any ideas on how to market things? You learn about the internet? Yeah, that's where it's at, I hear. <laughs> he's just looking at me, he's like, this is a really old guy, right? <laughs> well, that's great. Are you also a student? No, not right now. No, not right now. Okay, so you'll be, you know, paying for her for quite some time now. <laughs> Are you planning on going to school or? Yeah. yeah. And what do you want to study? I'll dental Dental, see, that's where the money's at right there. <laughs> right? You, you rinse them out a little bit, give them the and then you pull the gold fillings while they're sleeping. That's what you do. <laughs> Why did I have to be knocked out for a rinse? Don't worry about it. I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. Your teeth will be whiter without the gold. It'll be good. What's your name? Justin. Justin, what do you do? A PSSR. I, I wanted to be one of those, but I didn't uh, know what it was. I was going to be a PSSR Y, which is harder than what, whatever that thing you said was. What does a PSSR do? Product support sales rep. Project, I know even less of you than I did a minute ago. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of products do you represent and support? What? Caterpillar. caterpillar equipment. Yeah, so you could say I'm a Caterpillar sales rep. <laughs> that probably would have been a straighter road to an answer there. Captain acronym. 
What's your name with the love shirt? What a great idea that is, right? Yeah? Hi, Danny. How are you? What do you do? I'm a QA manager and trainer. A QA? Question and answer. I know why you two are in love right now, by the way. That's our, that's our son, JT. We just use initials here in this family. We don't use full, we don't have time for those full sentences and letters and vowels and all that kind of stuff. We got things to do. We got tractors to ride. We got quality to assure. <laughs> that's a tough, I mean, my, my wife's in quality assurance and uh, I'm in accounts payable. I'm not gonna lie to you, but she's not happy with the quality lately. I'm gonna tell you, she's not, it's not up to snuff and uh, very tough. What's that? She dressed me, she did, yes, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Still dressing yourself though, I see. I like that. That was like a little ping pong. He came right back and I just softballed it. Just dropped right over the net. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm in a very good mood. I just lost 68 pounds. Thank you. I've been uh, stalking a jogger. I went to a dermatologist, and uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a doctor, they don't talk to you anymore, they give you a pamphlet. <laughs> he gave me a pamphlet, I started reading it, it says certain types of people can get skin cancer even if they wear sunblock. People who are pale or light-skinned, people with freckles or warts, people with red hair. It's like, why don't you just say Irish people? Why don't I change my name to Jim McMalanoma? How would that be? I'm six foot six, you know what a bottle of sunblock goes for these days? Chemotherapy is cheaper for me right now. Yes. So uh, I'm not going to get political because how many people woke up today and said, I wish somebody else would give me their political opinion today? Anyone? Not me. I work all over the country. I work in New York City. I work in Texas. And what I've learned about our country is we don't know how to compromise anymore, right? I'll give you an example. I brought up immigration. And I realized that half the people in this country want to let every single person in the country, and the other half want to build a wall and keep every single person out. And I thought to myself, there's got to be some rational place between these two points. And I thought to myself, instead of building a wall, which is a very negative thing, why don't we build a bridge, which is a very positive thing, right from Mexico to Canada? Yeah. No off-ramps. See, we can fix this stuff, America. <laughs> I read a lot of weird factoids. I read that uh, each of us sheds about eight pounds of dead skin a year, which is why it takes like 25 years to get rid of a congressman. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right, Pedro. I read the most aggressive drivers in the world are BMW drivers. The least aggressive drivers in the world are Chevy Volt drivers. It's 
very hard to be aggressive while pushing your car. <laughs> What's your name? This guy right here. Oh, don't pick up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's just surrendered. Just put up the white flag. I'm not mean. We're just having fun. I haven't said anything. Nobody's hurt here, right? No injuries have been sustained during the making of this program. You don't even have to tell me what you really do. You could just make, what would you like to do if you had a fantasy, if you, you could do anything in the world? An SSRYC. An M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Right back at you, pal. All right. I'll be doing the rest of my show in Morse code. Well, it's weird that I do comedy, you know, because when I was a kid, I used to stutter. So my father went out and bought me a parrot. He says, Jimmy, teach this parrot how to speak, and you'll lose your stammer, you know? But the only thing that bird ever learned how to say was, stop mocking me. <laughs> they say the blue whale, when it's born, weighs seven tons. I must put a whole new spin on that whale song, right? What a beautiful song. I don't think so. I think she's giving birth to a dump truck. <laughs> How many people here have been to Vegas? Okay. I was working out of Vegas, and, uh, and uh, I was working uh, near a, a Denny's, and I met this guy. I've never been to the rodeo. He was a, he was a bull rider. And, uh, and so every morning we started having breakfast together. He's telling me about his job, and I'm telling him about my job. He thinks my job's scary. I'm like, you're, you're crazy. You're a crazy person, right? And then I thought on to me, like, bull riding is for sure invented by men. <laughs> right? Because women would never think of something that crazy, right? You'd have you two guys sitting on the fence. Hey, I bet if I make that bull really angry, you can't ride it for six seconds. <laughs> the other guy's probably like, well, uh, what do I get if I do? A belt buckle. <laughs> Wait a minute. What happens if something goes wrong? Don't worry, I hired a clown. <laughs> Only men could develop a sport like that. There's no question. <laughs> right? What's your name, this nice lady right here? Lori. Lori, what do you do? I'm a high school math teacher. High school math teacher. We'll give her a round of applause. That's a good thing. Yeah. I owe my career to a teacher. She said, if you want to be successful in life, you have to have goals. I said, I'm looking for a job where I can work, oh, about an hour. I want to be able to drink on the job and insult the customers. And she said, Jim, get a job working for Caterpillar. people here have ever been on a cruise ship? All right. Now, I make fun of your jobs, but uh, I've been fired from a lot of jobs. I got fired from a cruise ship. I can't legally tell you the name of it. Let's just say it rhymes with Royal Amphibian. Here's what happened. They flew me down a place called Costa Maya, Mexico. When I get down there, the ship has an 80-foot by 6-foot hole in the side of the ship where the captain hit the dock. 
And the cruise director says, hey, Jim, listen, whatever you do, don't mention the hole in the side of the ship. Okay, here's where I get fired. I come out, I go, hey, welcome to Costa Maya. It's a Spanish phrase. It means, look out for the dock. Let's see if we have Captain, Captain Morgan. That's why I'm working here for you nice people right now. That's right. Because I am a moron. And I love cruise ships, uh, great entertainment, great singers. And, that, and I don't know why now the most popular thing on cruise ships is karaoke. Not everyone can uh, sing. I think cruise ship karaoke is the reason that whales beach themselves. If you've ever been on a cruise ship, you know they fold the towels into little animal shapes. And uh, they sold a DVD that you could buy that explained how to do it. So I bought one for my mom. And I brought it home. We watched it together. And she started to cry, you know, because she had never seen men fold anything before. <laughs> the women are all laughing. The guy's like, I don't like the direction this show is taking right now. Let's get back to the bull riding. Real fast, partner. <laughs> Which name they got the arms crossed right there? You should be loose by now. Okay, what do you what do you do? Uh, retired male model. A retired male model. <laughs> he neglected. To, he was like a racehorse. He didn't decide to retire. They retired secretariat over there. They're like, we're gonna put him out to stud for a while. <laughs> come on, come on, glue stick. <laughs> that's, the, that's one of the greatest things about being a guy is we have no idea what we look like at all. So that's our power. And what you, you're the nice lady you married to uh, the male model here? Yeah? And what do you do? I'm a realtor. You're a realtor? Well, that, you know, we, me and my wife bought our, our house at like the worst possible time. It was like ten, nine, ten years ago. And our real estate agent would say anything to sell that house. You know, like, there could be a dead body in the floor and she'd be like, I hear that's good luck. <laughs> Notice the beautiful hardwood floors around the victim's body. <laughs> it's so beautiful here. I just drove around, walked around. What a day we had, huh? You gotta enjoy those, boy. And uh, it made me think, you know, I live in, the, I live in New England and uh, I love it. We had a winter, you guys had a winter. I don't complain. What I don't like is we all have friends and relatives that live in warm climates that like to call us whenever we have a snowstorm just to rub salt in our wounds, don't they? <laughs> oh yeah, my friend Ken lives in LA. Every time a snowflake hits the ground, I get a call from Ken, right? Hey Jim, how's it going? Oh my God, another blizzard, huh buddy? <laughs> It's 80 degrees out here, like I got oranges growing in the backyard. <laughs> so I called Ken a few months ago. I was like, hey Ken, how's it going? He goes, watch the news, couldn't help notice your house slide down the hill in the mud. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm buying a sweater, you idiot. <laughs> hey guys, let me just say, don't wear the sweater vest anymore, okay? The sweater vest is something a woman buys for her man to prove to her friend she has broken your spirit completely. <laughs>
no man ever woke up, you know, my torso's cold, but my arms are hot. Uh, that is not a thing. Just so you know. I think the smarter the technology gets, the dumber the people get. You agree with that? Yeah. When I was a kid, you know, we, uh, I used to work in a grocery store, right? And I worked at a thing called a register. And it sounded like this. I'd ring everything up, I'd count the money back, no problem, right? Now you go in there, you got that one idiot kid in there, he's like, eh, eh, eh. and he gets one barcode wrinkled, has a nervous breakdown, doesn't he? <laughs> Can I get a price check on register five, please? I'm like, Can you just type that number in? I need a manager to do that, sir. I'm like, you can be replaced by a raccoon. <laughs> you know that, right? I was working up at a comedy club up in Saratoga, New York, and they got a racetrack there. And uh, I asked the guy what he did in the audience. He said he was a, a, a jockey, you know? And I was like, that's amazing, you know? Like, to race horses must be so exciting, you know what I mean? And he says, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool being a professional athlete. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> You're basically a hobbit with a fancy shirt. <laughs> I believe the horse is the athlete in this scenario. <laughs> if the horse pulls a muscle, you have to sit down and wait for the golf cart to pick you up. <laughs> then he wanted to fight me. They're really angry little men, I'm not gonna lie to you. Who's the nice lady on the end? Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? What do you do? Office manager. Office manager. I don't really know what that is either. <laughs> I guess it takes place uh, in an office. Oh, in a doctor's office. Oh, that's where you, you got to stay in the front there and check and see if they have insurance. And if they don't, you let them uh, die in the parking lot. I would think that's... <laughs> you go, yeah, your insurance is... Uh, you're, you're not going to make it. Let's just cut to the chase. You're... Yeah, just... Don't, don't do your dying here, please. We have an, we have an office to run here. And uh, I don't like managing that type of thing. And the Tabasco t-shirt, woo! Full Saturday night tonight, buddy. I like it. Bringing it, all the independent men here. I love to see that. <laughs> don't let them dress you, buddy. You go out there and just, you just show them who's boss. <laughs> She's mad because she. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Lay that Tabasco shirt out for him. <laughs> She's like, I love that. 
that shirt. We met each other while having Tabasco. And what do you do, sir? You're an engineer. It's hard to make engineers laugh. You know, because, uh, you know, an engineer, you tell them uh, a joke and they're very uh, kind of detail-specific and a little, little anal retentive, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you tell an engineer a joke, like, three guys go to a bar. Was it a bar or a family restaurant? <laughs> Who cares where they're going? And, and now you're married to the engineer, aren't you? I just guessed that. I mean, you could have been single. You could be a hostage. I don't really know. <laughs> we don't know each other that well. He could be holding you. I'll put Tabasco in your eyes if you run. Well, it burns, it burns. I'll go to the comedy show. Just don't burn me with your Tabasco. And what do you do? You're a mom, yay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say, you know, that's not like my kid, but I'm glad someone uh, had the hot sauce to pull that deal together. And, uh, how many kids do you have? Five. Wow. So you would just... I, I thought she was here to see the comedy. She's like, no, I will leave the house to do anything. <laughs> you gonna, <laughs> she's like... She's like... I will skin buffalo at night on a Friday night. <laughs> Whatever it takes to get me out of the house. <laughs> and where's, there's somewhere there's a uh, babysitter having a nervous breakdown right now while your children are trying to light the house on fire. All right, well, well, thank you for coming. Who's the nice lady sitting next to the, the woman who's... Kathleen, is it? Kathy. Kathy, doesn't really matter. We're not going to be friends. Let's just move on. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was rude. I'm sorry. And what, what do you do? Yeah. The questions so far, if you haven't caught up, are... What's your name? What do you do for a living? Try to have that ready for me by now. We've got to keep this comedy wagon train moving. Homemaker. A quilter. A quilter. Wow, that's, that's something. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, my, my wife likes home... She watches that... Uh, do you get HGTV, Home and Garden Television? She loves that channel. Gives, it gives her idea of things that I can be doing. <laughs> when I don't want to be doing anything, right? And she comes up with stuff that makes no sense to me. She, she says, we need to make the front of the house more welcoming. <laughs> Guys, back me up on this. We don't want people to feel welcome <laughs> to come to our house. We don't want our family to feel welcome. We sure don't want your family to feel welcome. <laughs> right, guys? Show us an unwelcoming house. We'll, we'll watch that all weekend long, right? How to put in barbed wire, landmines, a moat. I am tuned into that, man. And then she hit me with this. We need to repaint the front room. A couple problems with that little statement, isn't there? We. So I think we know that's not happening. And repaint. Back me up. Once we paint that front room, that room has been painted. You know, repaint that front room. We move to another house. Let some other idiot paint that front room. But now my wife, she got my head. We need to repaint that front room. We need to repaint that front room. After three days of this, there I am, painting the front room. You know, because it takes seven days to get a gun permit. <laughs> I like to watch, uh, you know, like the History Channel and uh, 
I was watching this biography. You guys watch biographies and stuff like that? They had this guy Pavlov. And uh, for those of you who don't know, he's a behaviorist, okay? And all he did is he fed these dogs and they would drool and salivate and he rang a bell. And he did that every day. Then one day he took the food away and just from the sound of these, the ringing bell, these dogs would drool and salivate, okay? Behaviorism is born. And I can tell you as a married man, this stuff works. <laughs> Because whenever I have a real romantic night, the next day, I clean out the gutters. Because I know subliminally that about a year has gone by. And my birthday's in October. I'm glad you guys laughed because, you know, I told that joke at a college and those kids looked at me like, can you live like that for a whole year? <laughs> then I did it on Holland America for those old people and they said, every single year? What is wrong with you? What's your name with the big Y on your shirt? Derek, what do you do? You're a comedy critic. <laughs> well, Utah is the place to criticize that kind of art form. <laughs> Another guy with a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thanks for coming out of the basement. We appreciate it. Does the light hurt your eyes? Why don't you go home? We'll email the rest of the show to you. And now you're with the comedy critic? What do you do? You should say, I'm a romance critic. <laughs> now, what do you do? What's your name? Wendy. And what do you do? English as a second language. Well, you're in the right country for that, my young lady. This is. <laughs> who's, in the, who's in the nice lady with the glasses? Kim. Kim, what do you do? I'm a mom. You're a mom. Good. How many kids? Only four. Only four, you're lazy. <laughs> Motherhood doesn't even really begin until five kids. I think we all know that. The real moms in the front know, I could tell you. <laughs> Four is easy. Five is like a war zone. <laughs> That's a, and who's the nice lady next to the mom? Kristen. Kristen, what do you do? I'm a product manager. A product manager? What product are you managing? Uh, internet websites. Internet do you know this guy over here? <laughs> no, he needs some, he needs some management. <laughs> and who's the nice lady with the glasses and the head and the neck and the ears? She's like, I have all those things. Norda? Norda? Nor I've never heard that name before. That's, I love hearing a new name like that, Norda. You know, like her parents just took the Scrabble letters and went. <laughs> we shall call her Norda. Go out and play with your brother hip papa. <laughs> we are original people here. Good for you, Norda. And what do you do? You're a smoke coach. <laughs> How am I doing? Swimming coach. That would make more sense. That would
I didn't really make the swim team because I was a smoke participant. <laughs> Why are Jim's eyes so red? <laughs> I haven't been in the pool yet. I, I, I don't know. It's awful wet and cold, and it's morning, and that's not happening. Well, that's and, and, and like all the, how old are the kids? Oh, so you're six to 15, she's a swim, yeah. So the six-year-olds, you're just trying to keep them alive. Yeah, they go like the width of the pool, not the length. And if you get a bad one, you in the deep end. She pulls them out, but they get the message. Right there. We'll get the water out of your kid, but there's gonna be less, little less lollygagging around the pool here when I'm coach. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm glad I'm not in jail, that's good, yeah. And who's the nice lady next to the swim coach? Haley. Haley, I like that. And what do you do? I work at a call center. Call center, wow. That's another job I didn't know existed here anymore. <laughs> I'm not being funny. That's, and who do you do the calling for? Uh, Wayfair. Wayfair, that's, uh, what is that? Furniture. It's furniture, oh, it's online furniture. Yeah, that's weird to order your furniture. Because you could really, like, you know, if they want, like, you could, like, order, I got the whole living room set for $29, and it comes as, like, Barbie dollhouse furniture. You're like, in the picture, it looked bigger. Sorry. You didn't read the fine print on that one, Ken. I didn't think I was going to be able to make that funny until I was halfway into that bit right there. Did you see the wheels turning? How do I get out of this? How do I get, where's, someone dropped me a rope ladder. Help me. I like this part of the show because I look around nobody wants to make eye contact with me anymore. <laughs> these people are laughing it up right now. They got like, then I looked over here and these people went, ha ha. <laughs> this to me is like a bluefish. He strikes at anything shiny, stay perfectly still. <laughs> I don't know. I'm watching the news with my wife and a story comes on. A 96 year old guy shoots his wife because she put the ketchup cap on too tight. <laughs> So my wife looks at me, she goes, why would he do that? I said, I think he's too weak to strangle her. <laughs> I think if you pay attention, these are pretty straightforward. I don't know. <laughs> I like that you laughed and you didn't want to. That's like extra points for me. <laughs> Trying to keep the romance going in my marriage and I read an article that uh, Married men can uh, reduce their chance of heart attack by 48% if they make love twice a week. So I cut that article out. And I put it on the kitchen table. Next morning, my wife wakes up, right? I make us both coffee. She puts her glasses on. She looks at it. She reads it. And then she looks at me and she says, you have had a full life. <laughs> Ladies, you'll like this. I read that men who have heart attacks while making love, 95% of them are cheating when they do it. That's right. I read that on the kitchen table one morning. Oh, it was in my wife's handwriting, but I believed it. She's a very scary woman. What's the name of this nice lady right here in the end? AJ, I like that. Can you sit with the abbreviation people up here, please? 
What do you do, AJ? Um, I work for adoptions and child services. Oh, that's so nice. Adoptions. You're, uh, you just. So uh, me and my wife are looking for a kid, and you go out and you get the kid, uh, like in a shopping center or somewhere. <laughs> Bag and tag them, and then you bring them back here. You get Bitcoin. We <laughs> 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 found your perfect child. It's a mosquito bite. Don't worry about it. He'll love you. That's gonna get complaints too. I do that a lot, but it's joking mostly. Uh, I, I don't own a van or anything. Who's the nice lady next to the, uh, the kidnapper? Brooke? Okay, I have a, I have a, a second cousin who's kind of like a niece. Her name is Brooke. And we got kind of off base with that. But uh, what do you do, Brooke? You're a mom as well. There's a lot of that going around here, Utah. Very fertile water coming down from those mountains. Good for you. I like it. All right, not bringing my wife here, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Let's go to Utah. No, no, we're not going to Utah. We're going to a dry, arid place like Las Vegas where there's, there's no palimony and uh, none of this fertile ground stuff there, Brooke. And how many kids do you have? Just one. Just one. <laughs> you know, my wife, I'm married to a crazy cat lady. And you don't know you're married to a crazy cat lady. It just kind of happens. Like, we're up to three cats now. And this is how we found out my wife's crazy cat lady. I'm, I'm pulling my suitcase like a rollerboard towards the door to go do a show. And I hear my wife scolding one of our cats. And she says, Oscar, leave your sister alone. Oscar Joseph. <laughs> do our cats have middle names? <laughs> of course they do. They're people. Oh, okay. This happens, and we can, we, we'll talk to somebody about this. <laughs> then I'm working on the cruise ship. I call home, and, uh, you know, my wife wants to, uh, it's a dollar a minute, and I want to talk to my wife. She goes, hi, honey, you want to talk to Oscar? I don't want to talk to the Hi, Oscar, how are you? <laughs> then she's a flight attendant. She gets, I get back on the phone with her. She wants to complain about her work. When are people going to learn? they got to put the seat back up. they got to put the tray up. they got to turn their cell phones off. Honey, honey. Can you put Oscar back on the phone, please? <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, one of our cats snores, Felix. I didn't even know cats snored. I had dogs growing up, but uh, this is what they sound like. And whenever he does that, I jump up and look for my cell phone. <laughs> I read somewhere that 86% of women are not attracted to bodybuilders, which I think is ironic because 86% of bodybuilders are not attracted to women. <laughs> That's right. You know, I can't stand telemarketers, right? I always get called from telemarketers and they always the same thing, you know. Can I have a minute of your time to, and it's always, and now on cell phones? Can I have a minute of your time to tell you how you can save uh, money with our cell phone service? I'm like, well, that depends. And they always say on what? And I always say, on what you're wearing. <laughs> it's a system that works. <laughs> Except for that one guy who keeps calling me. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, you guys have been awesome. I, uh, I got to get out of here. Before I go, uh, I've been working on my social media. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. And I'm not really good at it, but I have a much younger sister, and she runs everything now. And it's starting to work because I, I have a Twitter account, at Jim McHugh, right? And I've been getting these tweets. And this guy tweeted me, and he said, uh, I just want to say that I think you're hilarious and sexy. <laughs> so I tweeted him back. And I said, look, uh, you know, I've been married for 11 years, but I'll take a compliment. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then he tweets me back. He says, I don't know if you're another guy, but you're totally my type. So now I tell my wife what's going on. She says, I don't think it's appropriate that once you told this guy that you're married, that he keeps hitting on you. And I said, look, we've been married for 11 years. You never tell me I'm funny or sexy. I'm keeping this guy. All right, I've been Jim McKee. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much. If you love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. Join the fucking funny community today. <laughs>